0: Yes, hello and welcome to another Artiki Film podcast. I know you were probably so happy because we said we were taking a break. However, we're not. Well, we are kind of still on a break. Welcome to the fourth Artiki Film podcast special. Now, this, this special is a bit different. We have got a third lockdown sprung upon us here in the UK and I know things aren't looking too great across the rest of the world either. So me and Ben thought, you know what? we're going to have to sit down and do a a podcast because A, we've got a lot of time on our hands and B, now more than ever, people are going to want some film and TV recommendations. More so than the first lockdown, I think, Ben, because the first lockdown, the weather was nice. Now the weather is not nice, so people really need good things to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, also, the first lockdown, we were content with clapping, which now we're seemingly not.
0: Yeah, it's coming back now. (laughs) Yeah, Is clap for workers. I I it, oh.
1: I don't know. I was just okay. Um,
0: yeah, it, it wasn't just clapping; it was getting pans and pots and bashing them together.
1: I mean, I am now—you know—that person who's becoming lockdown-free a nightmare to live with. Like
0: you're already a nightmare to live with. Not that I ever I, lived with you.
1: You've never. Just, you've I never,
0: never. I couldn't do it though. <laughs>
1: I've started screaming around the. Ha- I'm actually quite com- I'm quite easy to live with normally i you don't once you meet me socially you don't think that but i can be quite calm but yeah, no i, I, I have I just...
0: guarantee your brother would not agree with that statement
1: yeah but i don't find my brother easy to live with <laughs> so i think i can't it's
0: imagine a... either of you particularly easy to live with to be fair Ben, i think you more so than him <laughs> no disrespect to your brother
1: live try living with me honestly
0: yeah no i prefer to live with you than yeah. your brother
1: speak to any of the people i currently live with actually yeah (laughs) maybe don't anyway (laughs) you
0: currently you currently live with but um you're not allowed back to university but you still have to pay rent anyway let's get on with today's special rtq film podcast based on what we think you should be watching throughout this lockdown so ben and i have both picked two tv shows and two films plus a special um so i said ben what was it what are we doing for a special? He said, it can be anything. It can be a radio show. It can be a podcast. It could be this podcast. Um, well, that'd be a bit silly. Um, or it could be a book. It could be whatever you like. So we've got two f- TV series, two films, and a special each. Should we start off with our first films, Ben?
1: Yep. Yeah, so my first film. Um, this is kind of inspired by the fact that we're only nine days into January and it's already a crapshoot. Um the fact that I did not think 10 days into 2021, I would be saying the lines of fascist coup has failed and the pandemic has got worse, but they have. So I've suggested this the This just Netflix... proves
0: all the people wrong that just thought that, um, you saw on Instagram, like so many people are, oh, can't wait till uh, 1st of January, 2021, no more Corona.
1: Yeah, and to make things worse, I've Hate also- to, rain on do- your to make things worse, I've also doing dry January, which has made this week even harder but um anyway if you're
0: so many people thought dry january you know we drank a lot last year dry january and there's going to be no more lockdown as soon as that lockdown was announced everyone thought oh shit this was a big mistake yeah
1: i i kept going so if you're like me nostalgic for an easier time then switch on netflix and watch charlie brooker's death to 2020 which is essentially his yearly screen that he did on the BBC, just done for Netflix with a high-profile cast, including Hugh Grant, Samuel L. Jackson, Lisa Curdew from Friends, all satirising last year and how ridiculous it was. And my God, was it some respite, because even though I wasn't particularly laughing, it was nice to think, well, at least that's over now. And then it's terrifying to realise, no, it's just got worse.
0: Hey, maybe this podcast will really take off this year and we will be on the Netflix show Death to 2021.
1: Oh god. Could to be fair, there's quite a funny gag at the end of it where they pre-record lines, and one of them was, we could have only imagined it got worse. <laughs> That's yeah, it's it's funny. It's fun it's,
0: it's it's funny. I'm sure it'll be funny in the future, but right now, it's just like oh. Hey, oh, it's not what you ought to wear, but it does sound like a, a great if watch. If it wasn't so for Trump's
1: a... coup, it wouldn't be funny. Right. But I think Trump's coup has blown last year out of proportion for my money. Anyway, shall we do your first film? And yeah, it's so one of my dad's ongoing... favourites.
0: Ah, oh, see, an ongoing, like, joke on the Arctic You Film podcast, yes, we have jokes, we're funny, is that all of my choices are so basic... <laughs> and so stereotypical and oh star wars oh this all that um and i love franchises as well but i thought i'm gonna go for a film that isn't a franchise and i just i remember watching this and just thinking wow you know this is this is a good film um talking about the film passengers which was released in 2016 it stars jennifer lawrence and chris pratt It's, it's great have i spoke about this on the podcast before
1: yeah it has been one of your binges before
0: it has been. Has it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Does that annoy I you? no, no, I didn't. I I left it for a good reason, don't worry. Talk about it.
0: It's a good film,
1: isn't it? It's a good film. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of it personally, but why? Um, I found it a bit slow and a bit boring, and I don't really okay. like Chris Pratt or Jennifer Lawrence.
0: I mean, I think Jennifer Lawrence is fit.
1: Yeah, and. I also
0: think she's a great actor.
1: You watch films with your male parts, and I watch films with my brain. It's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to
0: review this and slate this brain.
1: I'm I'm sorry. That was harsh.
0: Um, But I personally think it's a great film. It has been a binge for me before, but I thought, you know what? Who actually listens to my recommendations anyway? Maybe now we're in lockdown again. You might. So I... Go watch that film. Ben is shaking his head right now being like, no, no. But honestly, it is a really, it is a really good film. It is good. Should we go on to our our first TV choices? Yeah. So I've gone for David Attenborough's new show, A Perfect Planet. And it's great. (laughs) It's just so good. I love it. I love David Attenborough with an absolute passion.
1: I'm going to have to confess to something here. I've not watched it yet. Then. I can't... I was doing something or watching something else last... I'm going to watch it. Actually, I might not, because I've not... I don't really watch... I don't think I've watched I'm anything Attenborough for five or should. six years. Yeah, no. Yeah,
0: you don't need to have watched the previous stuff. You know what? It doesn't matter.
1: No, but I always go... I find with this show, I always want. So
0: soothing, it's so soothing, it's so wholesome. Oh, it's great! Yeah, I
1: I can imagine it's brilliant. But Sunday nights on TV, a shocker at the moment. So I'm going to catch it when I have some time on my hands, which I've not this week. But no, I'm looking forward to it. And David Attenborough's voice, it's gold.
0: It's legendary. I think he's got one of the most iconic voices ever.
1: I want him to just narrate my life.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh... And Ben is doing dry January. He is better to live with than his brother.
1: And Ben has just driven round the roundabout the wrong way. The other yeah, car... Did,
0: did you do that in your driving lesson?
1: Yes, I did, like, 18 months ago. And, and I... then
0: didn't the driving instructor,
1: like... Yes, I I, I have a different driving instructor now. <laughs> and I am still learning to drive... This is the second time this has happened to me, yeah? A the national lockdown has has, ha- has cancelled my driving test with two days to go.
0: And it happened the first time as well.
1: It happened the first time in April, it happened the second time in January. I failed three times in between that, <laughs> with one major no-minors. My luck on driving test is unbelievably bad.
0: Um, <laughs> no, I just genuinely... Do you not
1: think you're a good driver. I think that's
0: what it is. No, I I am a good driver though. <laughs> how many how many tests have you taken?
1: Three or four. No. More than that. I, I I've lost count. I genuinely have lost count.
0: <laughs> there we go.
1: It's definitely more than three. It's 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 okay. But I have to the fact is okay, the last time wasn't even my fault. Um it genuinely wasn't. Um, but I get performance anxiety, and it goes wrong on the day. That's my problem. Anyway,
0: surely, surely everyone gets nervous before. They just don't call it performance anxiety. They just go, oh, it's nerves.
1: Yeah, but then it affects my driving, and I, dri- you know, you know when you're performing or doing something, and you're so nervous, it makes your performance or something worse
0: i mean one of my mates yeah i get what you mean from like acting i, I yeah. actually haven't started driving yet but one of my mates she had a driving test like the day before this lockdown hit us and she crashed into a lamp post yeah i test and so uh, safe to say she did not
1: pass yeah no i my none nothing that major has happened on any of mine but after do you
0: know what would be an amazing podcast your journey of learning to drive
1: no i'm not gonna do it as a podcast because i'm gonna do it as a book <laughs>
0: how are you okay when you're
1: when you're that famous okay Benson- no, I'm, I'm gonna Benson- no not when i'm famous i'm just it's gonna be you know those comedy books you find in like whatever wherever you buy your books or you get for christmas and you're stocking and they're like 80 pages of just jokes it's like that anyway from your super serious david attenborough documentary yeah. i have picked another documentary on Netflix, narrated by the always amazing and excellent the -the over-the-top Nicolas Cage, and it's called A History of Swear Words. Now, it's in six 20-minute parts, each exploring the history of how each six different swear words have came about from the F word, to the D word, to the P word, to the S word, to the other D word, damn, and how that's no longer a swear word. And they Wait, have a lot of a swear com- word. what?
0: That was a swear word.
1: Damn was a swear word, and now it's no longer a swear word. So that
0: bloody a swear word. What? Bloody.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I would just call that English slang now. But um.
0: Or what about what about um naked?
1: I would just say that's words, but it's it's an interesting documentary, and you have comedians yeah. riffing on the words. Like the F word episode is genuinely quite funny because you have the comedians talking about how it's their favourite word. And then you also have the super academic word historians talking about the histories of the words. I really liked it. I laughed a lot.
0: That sounds good fun and educational at the same time. Oh no, I'd love to give that a watch. I'd love to give that a watch. Um, David Attenborough and that, very contrasting.
1: And for my special, I've gone with a book. Now this oh, is the first
0: now, okay. You've gone yeah. for a book. I've never read a book in my life.
1: Yeah, this is um, the first book I've read in like two years, and I'm two hundred pages through it. I've not finished it yet. It's called Red, White and Royal Ro... Red, White and Royal Blue. And if you know that's like the thing I cannot say. Um what happened?
0: Red, white, and royal blue.
1: I've never it's reviewed a book then. before. Because I can't read, so this is always entertaining. Um, what haf- It's your typical beach trashy novel that your mum probably reads. But um, you have... Sounds great. The first... At least it's not Gossip Girl. No, at least it's not Gossip. You have the first son of the united of the president who yeah. goes over to America to a royal wedding and ends up getting in a bit of a fight with one of the princes and destroy the $75 wedding cake that you have at a royal wedding. And uh, anyway, they then have to pretend to be friends for all of the press. And then because it's a trashy book your mum read, they go from friends to lovers. And I'm currently in the rather uncomfortable phase, which is like 50 pages of soft gay porn. Which is why I've kind of had to put the book down a bit because it's a bit much. It's like a full sex education, all those bits that make you squirm. Uh, I'm but, reading it as well. Yeah, and reading it, it it's it's weird. But the first hundred pages were really funny, really snappy, really good dialogue. And I'm hoping I'm just gonna move past the sex scene after sex scene after sex scene. And it is actually a really trashy, fun book to read. And I mean, your no, I don't favorite, read
0: books, so I won't be reading it. Your your
1: favourite, Greg Berlanti, um, who's in charge of the Arrowverse, he's in charge of... I
0: I just mouthed to Ben, who's
1: that? (laughs) He's in charge of this film, so... Oh,
0: wow. And it's coming to Amazon. Is that partly why you decided to read
1: the book? Um, No, I read the first 20 pages on a bit of a whim, on a free preview, and then ended up buying the thing. (laughs) Anyway, your podcast... No, yes, yeah, so my
0: special. I've gone for a podcast, which is very exciting. I love this podcast. It's on BBC Sounds, and one of my binges before uh, has been Made in Chelsea. I I love Made in Chelsea, and two of Made in Chelsea's most iconic characters. You don't call characters, do you?
1: Uh, yeah, well, they're not. they they're they're real life people. Reality stars. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Jamie Lang and Spencer Matthews, and they have teamed up to do a podcast called Six Degrees from Jamie and Spencer, and it is available on BBC Sounds. So basically, they've essentially got to track down A-listers in six calls or less, or less. so they've got to use their contacts to just try to uh, track down a sleigh. It's, it's actually really good. It's really funny. Once you get down to the fact that they all talk very posh, and it's all very pronounced, yes, 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 mate. It's, it, when you get past that, it's good. It is good. I highly recommend it. It's really funny. And they're two lads as well, like, two genuine mates, a bit like me and you, Ben, except yeah. they're actually funny, <laughs> unlike us. But, no, it's, it's a great listen. It's I, a great listen. Um, I like God. Jamie
1: and Spencer, and I have listened to a few episodes of this podcast. But it's good, I, isn't it? I, I really like it, and I really like the back and forth things, but I would rather just listen to them do a podcast about their lives, like, because... This whole Six Degrees game doesn't work when the people are already famous. Like they start, they're trying to look for Ricky Gervais, but of yeah, of course that's they're the going first to. Odd, isn't or it? actually, yeah. Or it's when they're trying to look for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I mean, have she's also posh? Is. She's also they posh in English. They must I feel
0: like that's part of the game. <laughs> um, they know they're gonna get the purse.
1: Yeah, and, and more often than not, you're like. Like with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I was like, I'm dead certain Jamie Lang. All he has to do is like speak to his sister and she's probably bezzy mates with Phoebe. Like, it's... Yeah, The
0: thing is, Jamie and Spencer, they are Z-listers though. They're not A-listers. But no, I wouldn't say Ricky Gervais is an A-lister, which is...
1: No, but they're, they're not looking for... If they were looking for people like Barack Obama, that would be more... <laughs> but the fact is they've played it quite safe with who they're looking for. Like, they looked for Chris Ramsey.
0: <laughs> so
1: which, famous. which also...
0: Jamie's the... more famous than him. Also,
1: here's the weird thing about Chris Ramsey, yeah? Literally, Jamie did Strictly this year. His partner, who he was with, did Strictly with Chris Ramsey last year. <laughs> so there was a genuine connection there that was so easy. Like when they recorded that episode, when they recorded that episode, he was spending all day every day with a woman who the year before had spent all day every day with Chris Ramsey. I
0: mean, it's a fix. It is a fix. But they're funny.
1: Yeah, only they could pull it off. It's a
0: bit of a joke. It
1: is a bit of a joke. I would rather just everyday people try and find Chris Ramsey in Six Calls. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I. Who would you phone up?
1: Well, it depends.
0: You'd have to DM some Z lister on Instagram and ask their number and explain what you're doing. I reckon.
1: Honestly, my first call more often than not would be Mr. Onesie.
0: <laughs> a teacher at our school.
1: Yep, I feel like he knows a House few contacts. I feel like he would, and then if that fails, I would. Oh. Our other old drama teacher, Mr. Fraser, yeah, used to yeah, know yeah. a few, few <laughs> people. So, so, between those two, we can name... Oh, yeah, we've got
0: two drama teachers that... Well, one's um, my drama teacher at Ben After School, the other one. Yeah, two drama teachers that we have at school. They've both got contacts. So yeah, yeah, that is a... Um, that, they would that probably get
1: us on the ladder to... And then Maybe we would we do we, a podcast we'd,
0: together. They could do a podcast on it. I reckon that would be better.
1: I reckon that would be much more interesting. Anyway, shall we go to your second TV show after me just.
0: Yeah, which you told me about.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I think you it's. You told
0: me about the TV show. Yeah. It's a great watch. It's so sad, but so gripping. It is sad. Like, I find it very sad. I
1: find it sad. Particularly
0: the Britney Spears stuff. Um, oh, the
1: Britney Spears stuff's almost unwatchable.
0: It is, honestly. It's, well, um, my TV choice is Celebrity, a 21st century story. Now, this is available on BBC iPlayer. It's a four-part series. Ben, you've watched it. You told me about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Elaborate. Like, break break it down. There's a bit on politics.
1: Yeah, so it's essentially looking at how our relationships with celebrities has changed over the past 20 years and yeah, how like it went... Tabloids. Yeah, so how they went from, like... If you look in, like, the 90s, it was Julia Roberts and Brad Pitt, who were the A-listers. And then we hit the naughties. a big brother and X-Fact happened. And then we had your Kardashians and your Paris Hiltons. And then it affected how we vote and who has power. And we have the social influencers. And it explores that. Yeah.
0: And it does it really well, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean... I think it's one of those things where the. the girl,
0: one guy is a complete ass. The American guy that owns. that hired 20 people to stalk Britney Spears. Yes,
1: and was not remorseful.
0: No, he did not give a fuck. I hated him. I could
1: have. I, I, I thought that was awful. Like, because also the thing about the press episode, because the second episode is about how the tabloids, for context, hassle celebrities. And the mm. thing about that is you look at the free. You look at the main people they hassled. Britney Spears does not have control over her life now; all it's in her father's. Amy Winehouse, dead. There are others. that
0: What's her name? Yeah. The um, the, English, the the British one. I don't know her name, but she was traumatized. She had a complete breakdown on live TV on the small. Yeah, the Carrie,
1: um, Atomic Kitten. Um, she yeah. her life was forever ruined by it. But I was sitting there thinking, we're seeing all these women who are harassed by the press. And not many of them are alive or living...
0: Happy, they're not in a good place.
1: Not many of them are alive or have control of their lives, which is really quite... That was quite... You
0: you knew some of the journalists felt awful.
1: Yeah, and it was... Which
0: was nice. It was like, you know what, you've accepted that what you were doing was wrong... And I admire people for
1: that. Yeah, I mean, I think we were in a horrific place with regards to celebrities 10 years, five years ago, ten, five years ago. I feel like now they have more control over their image. And I think
0: that is through um, social, social
1: media. media. And I think there's less of the ta- press and the tabloids, but they still, it must They're be still horrific. About- It must, I could not be famous.
0: No, and that you know what? Um, What really made me sad was when celebrities tried to stand up for it and they were like, well, you're famous. What do you expect? And it's like, no, they wanted to be a singer. They didn't want to be stalked.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is a certain amount of obviously being stalked, is horrific.
0: Which is, I'd say Britney was harassed.
1: Britney was harassed. Britney was completely bullied. I mean, it's just there are some cases where it's like you're famous. You know
0: how at the time everyone goes, "Oh, Britney had a mental breakdown." Blah blah. Oh, Britney's mental you breakdown was forced. Thing. You feel sorry for but it's.
1: It's sorry. Tangent here. David Moyes, West Ham manager, uh, said we shouldn't get at footballers for breaking COVID rules. But, like, they know they're in the public eye. So I think, obviously, when they're being harassed by the media, that's one thing. But sometimes you do have to, celebrities do have to realise, often they put them, they may have wanted to be a footballer, but they knew what being a footballer comes with.
0: Yeah, and um, celebrities breaking COVID rules annoys me because, in a way, it makes me think they think they're above everybody else. And it's like, look, I'm, I'm not breaking COVID rules. What?
1: How come they are? You know what I mean? If if, a pra- if the press were to harass celebrities for breaking COVID rules as badly as they harassed Britney Spears, a part of me would not feel terrible. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Anyway. Moving
0: on, then to your second TV show. From
1: one woman's mental breakdown to the story of someone else's mental breakdown... Now you may have been forgiven for thinking I took this whole podcast as a bit of a joke with my other picks. Um because they're all quite lighthearted and what I've needed to get me through this last And just wait 10 until days. you get
0: to Ben's second film choice, by the way. Yep.
1: Yeah. These this is what's got me through. Is
0: it a 19-year-old picking an eight-year-old
1: film? I am I have been. Serious. Before we
0: get to that, Ben, talk to me about your TV show. But I thought if you're,
1: you're the only person in the world Well, actually, my thought came from how many people in the first lockdown went, oh, I'm going to learn a language or learn to play the guitar? And I thought, well, how many people this lockdown would have thought, I'm going to learn to play chess? Because I've picked the Queen's Gambit for all those who haven't actually finished it yet. Because why not? It's, it's a brilliant show. It's one of the best. Yeah, Where of... did it
0: come on the um, Our Best 2020 Series Awards? Uh, Somewhere between
1: 4th came... and 8th. Yeah, it was quite high. It was in the top 10. I'm i I'm not good on the final actual position. Um, so yeah, it's look, everyone has said everything that needs to be said about the Queen's Gambit. It is utterly brilliant. They probably spent the GDP of a minor country on wallpaper alone, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's brilliant. It is. And I thought I will lose all credibility if I don't put one thing that's genuinely brilliant, not just a fun time on here. So that's why I've picked it. And now yeah, I have it. Explained... I feel like we've
0: discussed The Queen's Gambit a lot. So, But Ben, you know what I'm happy about? You've picked a choice that you've already spoke about on the podcast, and so did I. And I felt like you got salty at me for, um, for picking Passengers again. But it's a great film, well, and that's a great series.
1: I mean, it's different because...
0: Did it annoy I... you? Did it actually annoy
1: you, be honest? No, it did not annoy me. Um, the, It didn't annoy me one bit. But also, you pick one thing a week, like pretty much like this. I <laughs> pick four, four or five things a week that have to be quite dependent on when things came out. So it's not the... <laughs> it's... I just think it's
0: great, and I feel like if you haven't watched Passengers yet. No, then... Passengers.
1: And... Passengers is it won a couple of Oscars. It did okay at the box office. I'm just not. It's not my favorite. It's not film.
0: your thing. It's not your thing.
1: I don't. I don't hate the film. It's just you know, it's, it's Passengers. Anyway,
0: um, are now to our second and final film choices. We've both gone for franchises. Um, me going for a franchise. Surprise, surprise. Not Star Wars or Harry Potter. Believe it or not, but Ben. First, let's talk about your franchise. I can't, I can't believe it. When I was reading the notes, I thought, you
1: what? <laughs> yeah. And um...
0: hey, you love your indie films. No, so no, 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 no. Film I've never Here's the of. thing,
1: because this lockdown is for the people, this special is for the people listening. And I thought there may be many people who now have to have their kids at home again who are homeschooling. And homeschooling must be horrific. Because I'm just putting on what ben, living...
0: stop it. Stop it. You're just making an excuse. So I thought me. if you
1: have your kids stuck at you know, home... this is this is just, bollocks. You, you can just entertain so them with this film franchise. It's four brilliant films that you can just play on four? a loop. I
0: only thought it was two. I only thought it was two.
1: No, there's definitely four. <laughs> yeah, I've only the, seen two, two of them. The
0: first one's Stealing a Moon, right? Yeah. So stealing...
1: The yeah. Second, one's second one's some one... Mexican geezer. The third one was a Disco Guy, because I've seen a trailer for it. And the fourth one was a Yellow People spin-off. And, yeah, okay. if you...
0: and of course, if you haven't guessed it yet, the franchise <laughs> we are talking about is...
1: Despicable Me. Yeah, bottoms. Eh. I don't know, I um, just think...
0: you remember the Pharrell Happy song? Yes. I swear that got big off Despicable Me, didn't
1: it? I know, but what was really interesting about the Pharrell Happy song was that got big off the film's DVD release. Like, if really? you look at, at "Where Happy, pe- when it peaked in the chart, it didn't peak when The Despicable Me 2 came out in cinemas. It peaked when it hit DVD, which oh, I that's find... interesting. But yeah,
0: Greatest Showman, they were in the top charts for ages and ages, like, even but that... months after the DVD release.
1: Yeah, but that entered the charts when the film did. Yeah, entered yeah. the cinemas. And that mm-hmm. film's box office deserves a full documentary of itself. But look, there is something innately childish about Despicable Me and the Minions that just makes you smile and laugh, no matter how old you are. I genuinely... like that it's so ridiculous and campy and silly that the first film in particular can I can it just never stops being fun and smile and full of smiles and it's sweet and it's got heart so i just thought actually i can praise the world about all these prestige dramas but sometimes all you need is a yellow creature laughing at the word bottom to
0: see i don't i don't find that funny i i, I even when i was a kid i never found that stuff
1: funny sometimes all you need is bum jokes
0: yeah i they don't, they don't get me they don't make me laugh
1: for i'm essentially a child also cuz yeah evidently Shall we? Your, shall we do the final pick of the show?
0: Just before we say what it is, do you like this franchise? I'm talking about the new, the new one.
1: Uh yeah, I do. The original is horrific, but the new stuff I like horrifically bad. Yeah, the original is not good. It doesn't hold up.
0: But the new two, the it was it Jumanji is the film we're talking about. Welcome to Jumanji. Uh, it's the next level, and what's the other one called? Um,
1: Welcome the fir- to the Jungle.
0: Yeah, that Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Jumanji, the next level. Two incredible films with the best cast, I think. The most A-list cast, I think, ever, potentially. Who have we got in it, Ben?
1: Uh, the Rock. Yes. Kevin Hart. Yes. Who I don't like. Um, Amy... Hey, Jonas is in it? Yes. Amy Gillen. Is that her? From Doctor Who fame?
0: Yeah.
1: Jack Black.
0: It's just great, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: It's funny and it's a good watch. And I watched it with my parents the other day. And for the first time ever, my mum, my dad and me all liked a film. Quite often it would be me and my dad liking film, me and my mum liking film, them liking a film and me not liking it. But we all liked it. Which for me... Made me think, I gotta put this in there. I've genuinely got to. So uh, let us know, by the way, if you have liked any of our suggestions. Uh, let us know if you check them out. Then please check out A Perfect Planet by David Ashton.
1: I, I honestly, um, I'm going to. And also, can I just yeah. say, I think I deserve a medal for this. I just watched Blockers with my dad, which is a film about a group of parents trying to stop their kids having sex.
0: I've watched that. I've watched that. It is a good film. Oh, I love
1: it. I love it. I put it on. Oh, I should
0: have put that as one of my films. I know.
1: I was watching it tonight and thought, damn, I should have suggested that over Despicable Me. But, yeah, I've been watching John Cena bum-chug-chug-beer all night. I also watched the Peach Teen and Call Me By Your Name with my parents, so our relationships are... I can't
0: even watch Love Island with my parents. Oh, I watched Love
1: Island with my parents. Have you been watching The Cabins?
0: No, but my
1: parents have. I have been watching The Cabins with my mum. I like the show.
0: Is it good?
1: Yeah, I really like it. It's it's not Who Love Island. Is okay. Quick review. It's not Love Island.
0: Who hosts Island. it? Who hosts it?
1: No one, but they have Who a Who rates con- it? Uh Maisie Smith, I think her surname is. She's on she's she's a comedian. She's been on Mock the Week and 8 Out of Ten Cats with the horrific head. Do if you watched any of the recent se- series. But it's, what I really like is it's kind of smaller and more intimate and less over the top than Love Island.
0: Also, it's the kind of thing I'm assuming, because everyone on Love Island now is kind of on there to get famous. They think, the bigger I play up on TV, the more famous I'm going to get, the more followers, the more money. feel so like this. They're kind of going into the unknown, you know, they're a bit more real.
1: I, I It feels more like an episode of Dinner Date, than love island right but you get to spend more time with them than you do on dinner date while it ever without ever being the competitiveness of love island so it's a nice cross i find
0: amazing ben as always it's been an absolute pleasure we are the next podcast we're going to be doing is back to normal ish like we're going to try revamp it a little bit but it is going to be back to our normal episodes weekly reviews yes yeah all right yeah yeah Thank you so so much for listening. Like I said, please check out any of our suggestions and let us know what you think of them. Thank you very much for listening, Ben. Been amazing. And um, goodbye. Bye.